Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. On today's episode, part two of the Q&A that was held on our Lanes Media Instagram a couple of days ago. All the questions are in, breaking it up. So guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. All right, we're back for another episode, guys. You already know what this is about. That's it. You asked the questions, I answered them. First question comes from Tom T Morgan underscore ninety six. He give, gives me a question. Hey, mate, what NBA team would you be head coach if you could pick any based on any based on team culture? I'll, I'll say that again. What NBA team would you be the head coach of if you could pick based on team culture? Now, there's a couple teams I would definitely have in consideration. Um, I would definitely have someone like a Golden State Warriors in consideration, someone like a San Antonio Spurs in consideration because they're they've got a really good balance, they've got a really good culture, they they always are competitive, always in sight. But the team I would actually go for, and that'd be the Miami Heat. Uh, I think that they've got the best culture in the NBA, if you ask me. They they don't, haven't won a competition for a long, long time since LeBron and D Wade have been there and Chris Bosch, that big three factor. But you look at their team, they literally have, you know, branding of culture you know you have pat riley there who was the godfather of basketball he's kind of like you know in the sopranos type era you know he's a real leader someone like that i just you know and you think about it, you get to live in miami like how gross would that be you know so i think someone like miami miami would be my obvious choice but you know other consolidation teams obviously a team like golden state they have a good backing someone like a san antonio spurs they're very very good i would also consider you know it's crazy to say but like if you ever got an opportunity to coach in new york city It'd be hard to turn down. Like, it, I, I don't know. I think it'd be so hard to turn down coaching in New York City, but I would say Miami Heat for me. Now, we have a couple coach, a couple questions from Coach at Christian. Hey, uh, here we go. He asked me, what's your perfect day look like? Great question here. Great question. Now, I'm a, I'm a pretty simple man, if you ask me. I like the little things in life. So I'd probably wake up around 9.30, 10. And usually I don't like getting up that early if it's like my perfect day. But for, I'm going to get up around 9.30, 10. I'm going to go down, duck down for a little bit of brekkie with the mate, with some of my mates. You know, have a little bit of breakfast, talk a little bit of stuff, you know, just have a chat. You know, after that, we'll probably go down, probably go down to the beach. You know, probably go down to the beach, probably Bondi, maybe, you know. I actually really like Narrabeen as a beach. We'll probably go down to the beach, have a chill out there. Could you been really good? Go down there, probably go back, you know, get a hotel. You know, get a hotel, go down, have a little bit of a shower, have some beers, you know, go down to the pub, have a little bit of a afternoon session, have some beers, and then down that after that, go down to the sun, watch the sunset, you know, have some beers, listen to some good music, and then after that, have a nice little dinner, chill out, and then go out, go out to the town, go out to nightclub, you know, go somewhere, have a bit of a dance, have a bit of a boogie, you know, and that's about me. And then probably to end it, probably have a nice pork crackle, you know, pork roll, you know, for Mr. Crackles. That's probably the grass for me, you know. I'm pretty simple like that. You know, just basically spending it with my mates or my friends. I'd be basically, you know, any day like that's usually the perfect day for me. So that's my that's my answer. He also asked me, any chance on a sneaker reselling slash culture podcast show? Yes, that is in the works as we speak. You probably already know this, Coach. But yeah, that's in the works. One of my good mates, Marcus Racine, was on. That actually, that show did really, really well. A lot of you guys listened to that and liked it. So I'm probably going to get enough more. Another couple episodes with him. I'm probably going to have to do some Zoom sessions with him and that. And I know that's a bit of an annoying thing to do. But I just figure, you know, a lot of people on this on this media company, Lane's, uh, our page that we follow on Instagram, you guys, if you guys like basketball, you usually like sneakers. So that kind of goes hand in hand. And 
you know, it's going to bring a different type of people in that just like sneakers and then maybe they like that. So yeah, I'll definitely look at doing that. You know, it's probably something that's going to be in the works probably after lockdown because I like talking, you know, face to face on podcasts, but I probably will do possibly some Zoom, Zoom questions, Zoom sessions, but yeah, reselling culture podcast show, that was definitely in the works. You also asked me, are you going to upload videos soon? Yeah, very, very soon. Yeah, I've just, I've just bought a camera recently, just figuring out ways how to use that. That way, when I can use that, I'll be able to do it. I did also get the new iPhone, so the new iPhone's coming in, so I'll be able to do a little bit of test on that. It is hard at the moment because I don't really have a, a real good place to do it. I can do it in certain places in my house, but I just want to get a certain kind of like studio, something where I can put certain things up that I like. So I'm going to look to definitely do that. Um, it's going to be in the future. It's going to be, you know, the next couple of weeks. I'm definitely going to do videos. But yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of people now love watching podcasts. You know, I think a lot of people like to watch podcasts. You look at the, the Logan Paul show. You look at uh, shows like the, the Nelk Boys have their podcasts out. It's actually better sometimes to watch them because you can see what the guests are like. You know, some of those ones are Jordan Belfort, crazy. He's really, you know, he's a guy that's very oh, boisterous. Not boisterous. He's, he's uh, very cinematic in the way he does he's very like he's very much in and around so i'd say yes definitely absolutely video soon daniel barnes i don't know who that is but anyway he said pepsi is better than coke coward now i will agree i'm not a coward but i'm agree and we all we all know this i don't know if you know this pepsi and coke different but pepsi's better pepsi in any bottle is the same taste where Coke from a 600 mil bottle to 1.25 liter bottle, it's a different taste. So how can you think Coke's better when they have different tastes and Coke from a can tastes different to Coke to a bottle. And then you go Coke in from Macca's is probably the most defeat, the best undefeated Coke. And then you have Coke in a glass. So Coke's too inconsistent for me. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm going to have a Coca-Cola nearly. I'd probably have a Coca-Cola nearly every day right now. I'm on a ban. I'm on a cleanse. If Bay fit, you're listening to this, mate. I have not had a Coke or a drink of alcohol since the first, the third of July. I don't know how long it's been. So I've had soft drinks been longer than that, but mate off that clean skin, lost a couple kilos. So man, I know you'd like that, but yeah, no, nah, back when I was, back when I was, you know, Back when I was having a little punt, loved the Coca-Cola any day of the week. But yeah, nah, Pepsi is better than Coke. I absolutely agree with you there, you coward. Now we're going to move on to another couple of questions here. We've got, some, we've got a lot of really good ones here. A couple from Madison Hare, Maddie Hare. Now she said to me, goat, greatest co- coffee order. I'm not a big coffee drinker. Um, yeah, I've never really had a massive hankering for coffee. Maybe because I just I back when I had it when I was like 16, 17, I, I tried it and I just didn't really like it. I kind of forced myself to drink it. So I don't really I don't I don't know the last time it is since I've had a coffee. Probably the last time I had something that was coffee was probably an espresso martini. And to be honest, I'm not a massive espresso martini fan. So I haven't really had a lot of coffee. If you ask me, if I was to have one, it'd probably be like a fucking mocha or something because it has a little bit of chocolate in it. But I'm more of a hot chocolate guy. Yes, I know that is very very. You don't have coffee, this and that. But when I was, when I, if, if I want to have a little bit of a pick me up, I'll just have a Black Death. I'll have a Pepsi or a Coke. I'd rather do that, to be quite honest. So that that's for me. Um, I'm probably going to try to get into coffee a little bit more because my because I know everyone. Someone's like, oh, let's go down and have a coffee. You know, let's go down. You know, this and that. You know, coffee's just something that's so it's so intertwined with people's lives. So I might try to get into it, but I'm not too sure. She also asked me favorite movie of all time. This is a great question here. This is a question that it's very depending on what mood I'm in. So for me, right now, favorite movie of all time. That's so hard. I'd say this is. I'm going to break it up into two questions. The greatest movie ever made, in my opinion, and there's a couple of them. I'll, I'll, I'll give you three. I'll give you three. And this is this is how you can tell what I'm kind of like. First one would be the Shawshank Redemption. Now I I, I had to watch and study that movie when I was in school. 
I had to study that movie when I was in school and I didn't even know what it was. Just the sounds of it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a shit movie. I ended up going out buying a DVD. But I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Frank Darabont was the director. It's a kiddies movie. Tim Robbins in there. Andy Dufresne, Morgan Freeman. You know, that's one of the greatest movies. That's probably the greatest movie ever made, if you ask me. I also really like Coach Carter. Yes, I know it's kind of, you know, a, a cop-out because of basketball, but I think that's a really good movie too. And then I really like The Dark Knight, and I'm not a massive superhero movie fan. A lot of my good mates, Mossy, Coach, Juice, Zippy, they love their Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, superhero movies, stuff like that. I'm not really into it, but Batman, Dark Knight... That is a great movie. That's a really, really good movie. It's got a good message in it. I like how the Joker's in it. I think the Joker's the best villain in any any superhero movie made. Now, a lot of people say, oh, Batman's not a superhero, this and that. I don't really care. It's kind of like Iron Man. You ask me, they got money. Iron Man has the suit. Batman has the money, and they're still the biggest, you know, the most powerful superhero in their world or genre or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't really know what it is, but yeah. Um, but yeah, favorite movie of all time, I don't know. I'll probably say Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption or Dark Knight. It's one or the other. Uh, yeah, I, I do love, but no, no, fuck that. I'm going Borat. Borat's my favorite movie of all time. I'll never, ever get sick of that. A lot of people will either love it or hate it. If you haven't seen Borat, you've got to watch it at least once. Sacha Baron Cohen is the greatest actor of that type of genre movie, mockumentary, whatever you want to call it. The fact that he can say in character and say in for that so much, that, that would be so hard to do. I'm not too sure how he does it, but like, like you look at Sacha Baron Cohen, a lot of his movies too, he's, he's, he's playing characters like Ali G., you know, he's playing that. He did a really good job doing that. He plays characters like, oh, who was the other one? Dictator. You know, he's got Grimsby. Grimsby's really, really good. I really like Grimsby. Grimsby's really, really good. But yeah, Borat for me, it's probably my favorite movie of all time. I quote that movie every single time. I probably see one of my mates at one time a day. I'm always quoting that. So I'd say, yeah, I'd definitely say Borat. Like, Borat, oh, it is so good. Like, he is, <laughs> oh, man. If, you know, I'm going to say favorite scene in Borat. I'm not too sure. Oh, hold on. I'm not too sure what my favorite scene is. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm not too sure, but there's so many good ones. This is a little outtake from it. We have several different puppies here. Yes. I don't know if you have anything in particular that you're looking for. I want a dog. Okay. <laughs> he. God, he's so good, man. He's the grouse. Now, Borat, favorite movie of all time. I had to think about that, which was crazy. A food I hate... I don't like onions. Not a big onion fan. I'll eat them if I'm pissed. It's like if they're on a burger, I'll have it on a burger, this and that. But I do not like onions. I will take them off all my food. There's a lot of people that love or hate onions. I know a lot of my friends like them. I don't really like them a lot. I'm not a big onion fan for me. I never used to like avocado when I was growing up, but now I actually really like avocado. So maybe I might just go into it. Same with pickles. I used to hate pickles, but now I love them. Every time I have a burger, has to be a couple pickles on there. But I'll say food I hate, probably I'll say fucking, yeah, I'll, I'll say onion. Um, there's not a lot of foods that I hate. There's a lot of foods I just have never eaten. Uh, yeah, food that I hate, probably uh, onion. Um, yeah, not a massive fan of onion. Uh, that's about it, to be honest. I'll probably nearly eat anything, really. You know, you know, to be quite honest, I don't mind anything. Uh, yeah, we'll go next question now. Something you wish you could tell your younger self. Don't waste time. Time is valuable. The more you waste, the less time you'll have in your life because you never know when it's going to end. You know, when I was when I was growing up, when I turned 18, you know, coming out of school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to go to uni. And then last second before I, I didn't want to go to uni, I, stopped, I didn't do it. And then I went on this, like, period where, like, for two to three years, I just was floating. I was floating through. I wasn't doing anything with my life. I was just doing nothing. And then the way I look back at it, I wasted so much time. I wasted so much energy. You know, I could have been, you know, maybe done a degree by then or, you know, something like that. And now I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, 
paying for it in a sense because I'm 20, 24, 24 now, turning, you know, turning 25 soon. And I'm, you know, first year into a degree, which I wanted to do. And now it's going to take me to about 28, 29, 30. So where I'm really going to hit my straps. Now I know a lot of people of my age at 24, 25 are hitting their straps. And it's hard to see sometimes, but I think sometimes everything comes for a reason. I think if I didn't, you know, waste all that time, I didn't realize how valuable time is. And, you know, as a kid, I just thought, you know, I'll go in, I'll do a degree of uni, I'll coach this and that, I'll play a bit of basketball and life will sort it out itself. No. I, I thought I wanted to do health and physical education. I thought I wanted to be, you know, something like that. Then I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And then I just thought, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do that. Now, like, I like I want to do. I like I like doing podcasting. I always do podcasting just for fun. But if I could make something out of that, I'll do that. I love coaching basketball, educating kids in basketball and sport. It's also it's it's really good to be around in a team environment. I think that's really really fun to be in. Um, you know, I, I love coaching, you know, and then, you know, I'm doing my, uh, a, a course now and, you know, counseling. So I like doing that. I like helping people at the end of the day, help if I can help people in any type of way, that's great. And I don't really care how much I get paid for it as long as I'm enjoying something. But yeah, so I wish I told you, don't waste your time because it's valuable. And, and another one, cause I'm going to break, I, I will do another one cause I like this question. It's a really good question. Um, just be, be friends with the people you actually, that care about you. Because, like, I I just think that, you know, you in your span of life, you go through all these friends you can have. Like, you probably, when you go from kindergarten to all, you have all these type of friends. You know, and now I only talk to one person from school, you know, and that's not, that's not, that's not a problem. But, like, the way I look at it, that was, like, I just wanted to be friends. Like, I don't want to be friends with everyone. Like, like when I was, I, try, I was a kid, I was trying to impress everyone. Don't impress everyone. Everyone, no, everyone's going to like you. Like, if, if people like you for who you are, that's the fucking real point. That's the real point I have. So, don't try to impress everyone and just don't waste time. Time's so valuable. You don't realize you can, you just never know what tomorrow is going to bring. Like you just don't know. Matty also asked me another question. Quote, you live life by, I don't really know. I don't really live life by a quote. Um, shake and bake? <laughs> nah, jokes. Nah, not shake and bake. Uh, I don't know. Um, kind of like that one in Coach Carter. I do like that one, you know, our, our biggest strength, our biggest, um, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Kind of like saying, you know, we are so powerful, you know, we don't really realize how powerful we are there. You can do anything in life if you really push your mind to it. You know, when he also said it's not our darkness that frightens us the most, it is our light, meaning, you know, the the opportunity, the potential we have is more scary because we don't because we can do anything we really want to if we put our mind to it. You know, like the way I look at it, you know, Ice uh, had on the podcast, he was a footy player. Now he's turned into a six-figure clothing company and now he's turned into a media mogul. Like, fuck. He, like, like he would have thought he was going to do that. So if you can want to do something, you can do it. Or you look at Jeff Bezos at 24, he was still flipping burgers like at Macca's. So like, yeah, like for me, just give it something, give things a go and just like, what's scarier for me is like the potential people have and like the light, the light could be so bright, but if you keep, you keep pushing towards and you keep grinding, the light's going to get dimmer and dimmer. And then at the end of the day, then it's going to get brighter because then you're going to have to, because once you tick things off in your goals, you're going to have to have new goals. That's the only way you evolve. So just continuously get better every day, grind away at it, chip away at it. But yeah, that one from Coach Carter is what I really, really like. Best achievement I've had. Um, I don't know. I'll come back to that one. She said, I'll come back to That's a pretty good question. Uh, biggest place and favorite place in the world. Um, I haven't really traveled a lot to be quite honest. I've been to America when I was 12 with my old man. And then I went to Hawaii with one of my mates in 2017. You know, I haven't really been to anywhere else. I've been to Queensland, this and that, but I'd probably say, 
Um, I really like if I could go to one place nearly every day, I, I would. It, that would be um, it's a place in Dover in Dover Heights in eastern Sydney, east suburb Sydney. Uh, it's called Dover Heights. It's a it's a lookout there. You can basically see the whole eastern suburbs coast all the way to the Sydney Harbour Bridge. You can look all the way to Parramatta. You can see everything. It's a, such a great lookout. You know, I can just go there. I can go there by myself and go there by my friends. Sit down, have a meal, chill out, you know, do all those things. That's probably one of my favorite places in the world. It's a really, really nice place, Dover Heights. I've taken a lot of people, a lot of my friends there. They love it. It's a really cool place to have, really cool place to be. Bradley's Head's really, really cool too. I don't know if you've been there. You know, I, I kind of like looking out. I kind of like just chilling out, relaxing, hanging out with my mates, stuff like that. That's probably my favorite place in the world. I do want to go to New York. I've never been there. I, apparently, everyone that's been there has been like, you've got to go there once before you die. So I definitely want to go there. That might be my favorite place in the world if I ever get to go there. I definitely will go there before I die. But yeah, favorite place in the world right now, Dover Heights in the eastern suburbs. Because I used to work in the eastern suburbs for about four years. And then sometimes before, before my shift, after my shift, you know, lunch, you know, just something like that. I'd go to Dover Heights, have a lunch, you know. I used to work with one of my good mates, Mossy, at the time. We used to go there, chill out, a couple of Westies in the East, you know. Our boss said every time we rocked it, came into work, the Westies are here, you know, he was a great guy too. So, like, yeah, I had a lot of fun memories in the Eastern Suburbs, you know, and one day hopefully I could live there, which would be mad. So, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully in Dover Heights, that'd be cool too. Uh, best book you've ever read? I'm not going to lie. I don't read books like that. I'm not a big person that's read books. The last time I probably read a book was when I was in high school. So I, I don't read books a lot. I actually like this. Like for me, I think books for our generation now is going to become kind of podcasts and audio books. And I and I still get there's some people that just love to read, and that's completely fair. It's just not for me, you know. And I you know I do enough reading as it is with university anyway. So I don't really love a, I love a good read. Um, Darren Lockyer's book. I read his autobiography. That was a really really good book. I like that book a lot. Um, I thought that was a really good book. You know, if I like if I was to read books, it'd probably be you know or autobiography, stuff like that. But I did read The Outsiders when I was in school. The Outsiders was a really good book. I read that when I was in school. Um, yeah, I, that was and that was, you know, adapt, adapted into a movie. I did like to read that. I thought that was a pretty good read. But yeah, I don't really read a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to come on here and say I fucking, yeah, I read two books a month, this, that. Like, I'm not going to bullshit you. Like, I don't really read a lot. Uh, yeah, I just, autobiography to me would be my go. I like, I like that type of stuff. You know, Darren Lockyer, I think I did read a little bit of Steve Jobs' book, and Steve Jobs' book was interesting. Like, he used to, every week, he used to save up enough money to go get a meal, and then he used to live off basically rations, and he was going to uni, and then he dropped out, but he still lived near the campus. You know, stuff like that. I like those autobiographies, like real-life type of stuff. You know, I don't really listen to, I don't really read novels that much. But, yeah, no, I would say Darren Lockyer's book's really, really good, and Steve Steve Jobs' book's good, but, like, an actual novel, The Outsiders, I did like that. She also asked me, biggest fear, biggest fear, um, biggest fear is not, it's, it's probably the same thing, like not reaching a sort of potential or not, or not doing anything with my life that I feel is, you know, successful. You know, I don't want to be a person that just lets life dwindle by. And this might go, you know, this might trigger a lot of people this out, but I don't want to work a job that I hate. And I know like, you know, back, you know, back with like my parents and then their parents, they just had to work because they had to. I don't want to have to feel like I have to do it. I want to have financial freedom. I want to be, I want to be free anytime. Like if I want to go up, if I want to wake up one day and then say, oh, fuck, all right, next week I'm going to go to Gold Coast or next week I'm going to go to Melbourne for the weekend. I want to be able to do that. So like that, that my biggest fear is being pigeonholed into things that I can and can't do. You know, I, I, if I could not work a nine to five job for my life, I will never do that in my life. Like, but in saying that, like I'd love to be a pro coach, right? But I wouldn't consider that a nine to five because it's something I'd love doing. 
right? I love helping people. I like sport. You know, I like educating people. That wouldn't feel like a job to me. You know, whereas a coach, like, you'd probably have to work nine till nine, like 12-hour days. You'd have to do so much preparation. But it wouldn't feel like a job to me. I'd rather do a 12-hour day than do an eight-hour day in something I hate. So not being pigeonholed would be something. But, yeah, just not reaching a certain amount of potential. That would be super scary for me. I would hate to, you know, just live life by live life by a job and just have a job dictate me. You know, I'd love to, you know, as I says, you know, if, I, if I'm doing something I love every day, that first five seconds I like waking up, that's what I want to do. And then, you know, a couple of years ago, I didn't, sometimes when I wake up, I was like, fuck, I'd rather just go to sleep, you know what I mean? It's like, not like anything bad, I just like, fuck, I'd rather just have a sleep than actually get up and do, like, go to work or something. Like, back, the, but like, when I was working with the AFL, I liked doing that. Like, like when I woke up, I was like, yeah, fuck, I'll go to work. And I got to go kick footies and get paid to do that and, you know, have fun. You know, stuff like that. So I'd love to do stuff like that. That would be awesome for me. So I'm hoping lockdown ends and I can go back to doing that because that would be really, really fun. But, yeah, biggest fear, not fulfilling the potential I think I have. And I think everybody out there has a certain amount of potential. You know, and they all – everyone has something that they're good at. And it's just when you find that and how you find it and then how you can make that something to job, into a job or something you can live off, then you probably won't work a day in your life. And I think a lot of people are like that for me. They don't want to work a nine-to-five job. They don't want to pigeonhole themselves – yeah, I'm going to work a job that I don't want to do. Like, I've been working a job for a bit now, doing some stuff that I don't like doing, but, like, I'm not going to do it forever. You know what I mean? So, like, just being able to be free, have a lot of freedom. If I couldn't have freedom in my life, that'd be very, I'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't really like life that much, you know, if you ask me. So, not fulfilling potential, not being able to be freedom, not having freedom, and then not having, and then just being, just being like a, not z- like zagging when everyone, like I don't want to just be in the rat race, basically. My biggest fear is being in the rat race and I would not want to be that. So also got to go back to the question, best achievement. Now, I'm thinking about that now. Um, one good achievement I had this year, and it actually, um, I, I never thought I'd going to get it at this age, coaching Youth League. Coaching Youth League was a massive achievement for me. I always wanted to do it. Um, I always wanted to coach youth league. Well, back when I played, I, I only played youth league when I played basketball career. And if you list, if you listen to basketball and you in you in New South Wales basketball, it, it goes like this: it goes youth league div two, youth league div one, state league, ABA, NBL. Basically, that's like it for New South Wales, right? Now, I used to play youth league div two, and I wasn't by far a gun player. You know, I was a bit of a bigger player, but I could always read the game pretty well. I could always like kind of figure out what we're doing, kind of see how to work. And, like, when I play now, I basically run from three-point line to three-point line. I'm shooting threes. I'm throwing flashy passes, this and that. But I can kind of understand how the game flows and how it works. And I think being able to coach youth league this year, that was a massive achievement because I always wanted to do it. Like, I always wanted to do it. But I did it at the club where I always wanted to coach and play at. And I remember when I was a kid at Hills, I, I tried out one year, and I got cut, and I was like, fuck. You know, I was like, damn, like, you know, you know Hills, you know, how could they cut? How, why would I get cut? This and that. You know, I kind of was like, nah, I don't want to play for Hills and that. And I went to another club, played at Hawkesbury. Ended up being one of the best things I ever did. You know, I I loved I loved it there. You know, that's such a great club. I still have strong connections with the with some people there. You know, Mossy's one of my best mates. We played. He was in my first ever rep team. You know, Tay, his misses too. My favorite coaches come from is come from Hawkesbury. You know, so like, there's a lot of good you know memories I have at Hawkesbury, and I really love that place a lot. And I hope it does well. But, uh, yeah, no, going back to it, I would say oh, I would say the best achievement. Youth League was a massive achievement. One of the best achievements I had, you know, graduating school is actually a really big achievement because you get so much pressure in year 12. It's just like, it's like at the end of the day, it's such a fucking, oh, what's that word? It's, um, oh, 
You know when something like when someone builds up something it's supposed to be really, really good and then it's just like a it's whatever. Uh, anticlimactic. It's so anticlimactic when you graduate school, like because you have your, your big fall and then the next day you're like, oh, that's it. Like, all right, now it's welcome to the fucking real world. So for me, big achievement was achieving school. Um, uh, getting into uni was a pretty big achievement for me. I really like that. Making rep teams, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I would say right now, yeah, making a rep team, you know, what I really wanted to do that, uh, you know, coaching youth league at Hills, that's something I love doing. Hills for me is my favorite club. If I don't have to ever leave that club, I won't. It's been such a great club to me. Give me a lot of opportunities. I've opened a lot of doors there, you know, created a lot of friends there for life. You know, so I really love that place. It's one of my, and also it can be one of the most favorite places in the world too. Every time I go to Hills, I'm always having a great time. I'm always around good people. So yeah, no. Hills will be another good place that I really, really like. Um, but yeah, that's all the questions, Maddie, that you've asked me. I thought they were all real good questions if you asked me. Actually, because you, you messaged me, you said, oh, what questions can I ask you? All these questions are really, really good. So Madison Hare, do appreciate you. If you want to follow her, Madison Hare, all on the capitalized letters. Got another couple of questions here from Coach. He also asked me, all-time favorite coaches slash teammates. This is a real good one. Now, I've been playing basketball like when I was a kid but like I'm gonna talk the way I'm gonna put this I'm gonna put it in rep reps right so my favorite rep coach ever and I hope he and I hope he'll listen to this and I'll and I'll, I'll tag him in it uh Brad McGuinness BMAC he was my favorite coach and he is still to this day the favorite coach I've ever had he he was the first ever co- rep coach to pick me in a rep squad he took a pun on me and he was just such a good such a good guy like everything everything I liked he liked like I loved the league he loved league we love the same music. We love the same food. Like we were basically like the same person, like in a sense, like, and I really looked up to BMAC a lot. I really liked him a lot. I really loved what he did. And he was actually a really good basketball coach. And he, he, he made me learn that you got to be smart to be able to last in the game of basketball. You can be athletic, you can be all this and that, but if you got a brain, you're always going to be a force in, in basketball. And that for me, he made me learn that from a young age. He made me read and react to a lot of stuff. So he was my favorite coach of all time. I do have to throw in Ari there, Ari Ripple. He never coached me, but I, I coached with him, and I learned so much from him. He 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 taught me a lot too. He educated me the, how the game goes. He educated me how to talk to players, how to communicate with players, how to like what's a certain type of relationship you have with a player. You know, so I'd say Ari, you know, really did, you know, do a lot for me and a lot of wonders in coaching. Also, TJ. TJ is also really good. Robbie Merrick, Mike Faz, you know, a lot of those coaches are good. But my favorite coach that I ever got coached by was definitely BMAC. You know, I can still call him up to this day, and we can still have a chat, we can still talk, and that's that's the that's the main thing. I haven't I haven't been coached by him for seven years, but I can still call him up and talk to him every time we see him. We have a big hug, big kiss. You know, he's just a gun. He's a great person. So for me, BMAC, I know you know who you are, Mossy. You know that he's the goat too. Favorite all time teammates. I've had a lot of good teammates in my day. Uh, at Hawkesbury, I'm going to break it up. Hawkesbury, some of my favorite teammates, Mossy, of course. Unfortunately, he still has to, you know, hang around me. You know, he's still, you know, I'm still taking him under my wing, unfortunately. So Mossy, uh, T, Conrad, J, Fab Five was, was what we were called. You know, we had a little group there. They were great boys. Um, from Hills and New Fleet Div 2, you know, I had the Juice, OJ, Lockie, one of the friends of the show, used to come on here and help me out with the basketball chat. He was a great guy. Morgie, more chilly. He was a great teammate of mine. Uh, Wandel, Wanger, BL. He was a great teammate of mine. Um, so last year, I actually got the chance to play again for Hills. I played State League, and then I got to play actual ABA, so basically under NBL. So yeah, you can basically say I was a reserve-grade NBL player, semi-pro player. 
I know, Duffy, you love to hear that every time I say it, even though you're not going to listen to this podcast because you don't support me, you dog. But no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, no. So a couple of my favorite teammates from that. I love Benny Graham. I love Robbie Merrick, Mike Faz. All those boys were really good guys. Like, I was the youngest guy on the team, you know, and they all just brought me in. They all let me be, like, the guy I was. And, you know, a special mention to the King, DG, and Timmy G, the Twins. You know, they were, they were great guys. They all welcomed me in open arms. Heafy, too. Like, they all welcomed me. All those boys were great guys. But, yeah, favorite teammates, Mossy, definitely even though he never passed me the ball. You know, he's still one of my favorite teammates of all time. But, yeah, that, that's that's a couple of my favorite teammates. I've, I've never really – I haven't really had any bad teammates. Like, I've had a couple that are a bit dodgy here or there, but I haven't really had any bad teammates. I just, like, bad that just don't put the team for themselves. There's a couple that were individual, but they still wanted the team to win. So, yeah, but in saying that, I've, I've, I've been pretty lucky. I've been pretty fortunate, been pretty blessed to have some pretty good teammates. And then, like, off, off reps, obviously, coach, Racine, uh, CK, I never got to play with him, but he was a really good teammate. We're still really, really close to this day. Yeah, a lot of these guys. And then to be able to coach last year, guys like Hoogie, Kyron, Simo, Rennie, Us, Jaffa. Jaffa's probably one of the best teammates I ever, I ever had too. I, I was never going to forget him. I just was going to put uh, talk about him in this. Jaffa was a really good teammate. He's a really good leader. From seeing him when he was 17, seeing him now, seeing the, all the growth he's had as a player, you know, this year I... I I picked him and I picked him as my captain. And a lot of people, you know, I'm not going to say a lot of people, some people were hesitant of me picking him and as captain, but I knew he was going to do a great job and he was the best captain, I think, in Youth League Div 2 history apart from me. Uh, no, I'm just joking. I was never captain. I was vice captain. But yeah, no, he did a really, really good job. And yeah, like a lot of all those boys I coached last year, they were, they were great teammates. And then I just loved, I loved, I loved sometimes uh, a bit too much after the game, like hanging out and just getting on the drink and shit like that. And, you know, I, and that's what I'm just, that's what I love, you know, as a teammate. And then our Monday local comp team, we had the best culture, I think, at any local comp team. You know, every time we hang out with each other, we'll watch other games, we'll go get food, this and that. That's what it's all about. At the end of the day, basketball's basketball and sports sport. But if you have mates for life that you can grow from that, fuck, that's the main that's the main thing for me. So that that that's for me, like I have so many good teammates, but yeah, like it's hard to just narrow them down. But Moss, Conrad, T you know, like those boys really, really were close. We were really, really, we were really, really close back in our Hawkesbury days. But yeah, a lot of those really, really good people. But guys, that's all of the questions I've got in today's second part of the Q and A. I um, I did double on a little bit there, a little bit of dribble going on. But there was a couple. There was a lot of good questions that I I thought I needed to give a little bit more time, a little bit more effort, and think about it more than what. Had a, more than what people would actually go like someone could say favorite I just go that but like I wanted to give you a reason why they're my favorite movies and just shit like that at the end of the day and stuff like that but guys I did hope you appreciate listening to this it was it is a lot of fun doing these Q and A's actually they're my favorite podcast that I do currently I know there's not a lot of basketball chat going on I'm probably gonna put a basketball one out now um you know later this week but you know guys I'm not gonna force shit force content if it's no point but guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. You'll definitely hear that now. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at lanesmedia underscore all under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.